financial information so it's actionable. Uh, authors will try to connect things that are, are where you are versus what you do, and they try to integrate these things. Uh, so you know, in, in Dave Ramsey's Seven Baby Steps, step one, save $1,000, is very different than step two, pay off debt, because save $1,000 may be done in you know, three seconds. You might have it already and just allocate that and say, this is my emergency fund. Maybe it wasn't separated before. But you know, paying off debt might take uh, years. Become fabulously wealthy and give a bunch of money in what way? Step seven, that may, that's the rest of your life. So when I thought of this, I said there should be a difference of what you do and where you are. But where you are is important because it gives you an idea of where you're going. So that's why mine, your wealth building strategy, this is what you do. Stages of financial independence, this is where you are. So it starts with stage zero, which is financial dependence. Forgive me if I went too long on that. I'm just trying to give the background to this of how I came up with this. Uh, but as I came up with it, here are the ones I've come up with. Stage zero is financial dependence. All of us begin from a place of dependence on others. Some of us revert to a place of dependence on others. Uh, we all begin as babies. We're dependent on our family, on our parents, on our guardian, on an orphanage. Of, we're dependent on someone else to provide for our needs. And so we need to transition from that stage of financial dependence to being on our own. Uh, it might not just be that we're young. It might be that we've had a setback in life. Perhaps we have... Uh, you know, lost our job and lost our house, and you know, and moved back in with your parents, or or uh, maybe had a, a terrible accident and uh, became disabled for a period of time, and you're being cared for by an institution of some kind. Uh, my point is, doesn't matter why, just simply that stage zero is financial dependence, where we're dependent on other people. So we got to move from stage zero to stage one, which I've called stage one financial solvency. So the first stage of financial independence is to become self-supporting and to be financially solvent. Specifically, that means that you're able to support yourself on your own income without the aid of others and that you're current on all of your bills. And I had to include both of those things. I originally, in my mind, had this split out into two stages. I had financially self-sustaining, which was uh, on your own, basically. Uh, and then I had financially solvent, which was current on all your bills. And I decided it was too complicated. It needed to have fewer steps. So I've collapsed them into a single stage. Supporting yourself and current on all of your bills. That's financially solvent. Now, Going from stage zero to stage one, going from financial dependence to financial solvency might be very simple and very easy, or it might be massively challenging. For example, if you're just getting your first job and all of a sudden you go from no income to having income, and if your expenses are low, then it's very simple. You can quickly go from financial dependence to solvency. Or if, you know, let's say that things have been really tough, you've fallen behind on your bills, you're starting out, uh, you had a very low income or an unreliable income and you need to, you're behind on your bills. And so then to become financially solvent might have a lot of work associated with it. You might need to work really hard. You might need to cut expenses to the bone. You might need to renegotiate with all of your creditors and get caught up on your bills, renegotiate your debt agreement such that you can actually handle your payments. Doesn't matter why you're behind. It just matters that you've got to transition to solvency. 
where you're supporting yourself on your income and you're current on all of your bills, paying as agreed with all of your creditors. Now, also, I should say that this you can run these things depending on how you run your finances. If you're a family unit, then I just pull this as a family unit. If you're an individual, run it as an individual. However you want to do that doesn't really matter. I think these stages can be applied regardless of how you organize your finances. So get financially solvent. That's stage one. Then from financial solvency, we need to move to financial stability, and that's stage two. Once you are current on all of your bills, you need to build a buffer account. Don't care. Call it what you will, an emergency fund, cash reserves, a rainy day fund. It really doesn't matter. The point is that you have money saved, a little bit of a buffer account. This is an incredibly important stage. And this money needs to be money that's easily available to you both for the bad times and for the good. Things happen. Problems happen. Unexpected problems happen. Uh, Cars break. Jobs are lost. Kids break their legs. There are unexpected medical bills and illnesses and disabilities, unexpected pregnancies and uh, all kinds of things. Problems happen. And you need to have some cash in your life where you can deal with them. But also, unexpected opportunities happen. You're driving down the road and there's a great deal on a beautiful car if you have cash and you can walk over and hand the guy $100 bills and get yourself a great deal. You're down at the flea market or you're cruising Craigslist and all of a sudden there's a a real steal of a buy if you can move quickly. You need financial stability and you you need savings and savings give you financial stability. Now, how much savings? I don't know. Frankly, I think that's going to be very different for most people. At this point, I would err on the higher side, higher than most people, because I look at cash as opportunity. So unlike some financial advisors who say, well, just have three months of cash and then put everything in retirement accounts, I really don't like that advice. I like people to have – I like to have a lot of cash because I've seen the power of back to optimizing lifestyle. I've seen the power that cash can have on your ability to optimize your lifestyle. If you have cash, you can – Really do some amazing things. You can, uh, you know, you can buy the RV for the summer vacation because you see it on the side of the road at a real steal of a deal. You can own it for two months and then you can flip it and turn around and, and do more. Well, you can't do that if all your money's locked up in your four hundred one k. But if you have cash where you can buy it, run it, and sell it, and you know maybe your total cost was you lost five hundred dollars on taxes and you sold it for what you bought it for. That leads to really being able to optimize your lifestyle. So I don't know how much the money should be. Uh, It's at least, you know, I love also, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey's $1,000 emergency fund. I think he's proven, if you look at the success that people have had following his program, he's proven that having that just small amount of money can really be a good kickstart for so many normal, everyday, median income earners. Uh, saving $1,000 can mean the difference between going deeper into debt and getting out of debt. So for some people, it might be $1,000. For others, it might be $10,000. And for others, it might be $100,000. And I think that should vary depending – for others, it might be more. <laughs> uh, it should just simply vary depending on where you are. But my point is you need financial stability and that means you need savings. And I think you need to sit down and figure out what is my goal for a target level of savings 
If you don't have a goal, I would say go with six months of expenses. It's as good of a rule of thumb as any. At some point soon, I'll I'll teach the CFP curriculum. They give either three or six months of expenses depending on whether you are a single individual with a job or whether you're a married couple with you know dual income versus single income. They always go back and forth between the three and six months. I think six months is as good as anything. But if you want to use a different number, use a different number. If you had some savings – And if you're current on all your bills, then you are now financially stable. You're at stage two. And you can move from stage two to stage three. Stage three is debt freedom. Now, unfortunately, because of my more nuanced ideas and approaches to debt, I can't be as simple and declarative as get out of debt. You have to get out of debt at stage three. Not all debt is created equal. It's simply not. So you've got to look at an individual situation. Uh, there are very, massively different types of debt, and you've got to look at what your investment options are as well. But I do think most people should consider getting out of debt early in the process. And the reason is that because I think that if you're able to get out of debt, then you're simply more free. And if remember that our long-term goal is financial independence and financial freedom – The ability to simply adjust your life and your lifestyle to whatever your current income is, that is powerful. It doesn't really matter why that it exists. If you don't have any pre-obligated income payments, you you, you haven't obligated your future income, which is what debt is, then you're able to pivot on a dime and change. You're able to leave one job and go to another job in another city that you're starting at a lower pay, but it's really got much bigger potential. You're able to leave the mind-numbing corporate job and move to the risky startup. And all you got to do is just simply transition a couple of things and cut your current spending, but you haven't pre-committed all your income. See, this is the major trap of debt, especially consumer debt, not investment debt. The major trap of, of debt is that you are requiring a future higher income. You're a middle management employee doing well, enjoying your corporate life. Uh, you pre-commit. You're earning $100,000 a year. You've a couple of car payments, a little bit of student loan payments, a mortgage payment, maybe a vacation property, uh, whatever, just normal American lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you get a call from a friend. You're in the computer business. You get a call from a friend and you know – This business has massive potential, but your friend is bootstrapping it and can't afford to pay you a lot of money. Well, if you don't have any debt, then you can take that risk because you're not pre-obligated with payments. But if you've got a lot of debt and in order to make the risk, you got to go home and convince your spouse that we're going to sell three cars, we're going to move out of this house, we're going to move, you know, it just doesn't go so well. And so you're more likely to stay with the theoretically safer option. And you might miss out on the big win. Now, you might also miss out on the big loss. You'll have to judge the opportunity. My point is that freedom is not that hard to buy and it's largely involved with freedom from debt. So you got to sit down and look at your debt and create a plan to dump the debt or at least dump the debt that's not getting you closer to financial independence. If you've got seven mortgages on 11 rental properties – then I think you're well on your way to financial security and financial independence uh, even if the debt is not paid off. So uh, to me, this is not a, a a clear saying that you must pay off debt before you get to this other stage. Just simply you need to consider it and have a plan for the debt. 
Being debt-free is powerful from a lifestyle perspective. It's simple, quick freedom. Next stage is stage four, financial security. So we're going from stage three, debt freedom, to stage four, financial security. Here, how I define financial security is essentially the start of independence and freedom. If you are trying to go from zero dollars of investment income to enough dollars of investment income to cover your entire lifestyle, that's going to be a big difference. If you're going from zero dollars of savings to uh, you know, covering $100,000 a year from savings, that's, that's, that's going to take a long time. So how do you stay motivated? Well, how my mind works is I stay motivated by part, partitioning off certain levels of expenses and saying, these are now covered. On Monday, I shared with you episode 171. I shared with you to do, to adjust the scale of your budget numbers for maximum mental impact. And I shared with you how I think of my income from radical personal finance. If I have somebody that signs up, let's say I have somebody that signs up for the, my Patreon account at, at uh, you know, well, let's say I have five people that sign up at, uh, let's say I have 10 people to sign up at $10 a month. Now all of a sudden I know, okay, there are my hosting fees. My monthly hosting fees are covered. So I've bought myself independence from my hosting fees. Or if I have somebody that signs up at 25 bucks a month and I say, well, there's my cell phone costs. So I'm financially independent from my cell phone costs. So what I'm trying to apply there, I'm not fully financially independent, but at least I have income. I have a paying subscriber who's able to – who's paying me and now I'm, I'm decoupling just a little bit. I'm a little bit more independent than I was before. So that's the idea that I was trying to bring to this. And so these next three stages are all based upon that – all based upon that. So I call stage four is financial security and that is where you are able to cover your basic living expenses from your investment income. So you get to define this for yourself. What I suggest is you've got your housing expenses covered, rent or mortgage payments, your basic utilities, basic food, basic transportation, and basic insurance. Those are the basic need levels of life essentially. And when those are covered by your investment income, you're well on your way with regard to financial independence. You've achieved financial security. Perhaps you would choose to measure that in terms of a minimum number. You know, At least if I had $3,000 a month, I would be secure. It's not what I really want to spend, which is $7,000 a month, but it's $3,000 a month. Figure out what is the basic level of lifestyle that you're trying to cover that would help you to feel financially secure, to know that if you lost your job or your primary source of income, that you're covered for at least the basics of life. That's stage four, financial security. Once you get to financial security, then the next goal is financial independence. So I've defined financial independence as when your current lifestyle expenses can be met with your investment income, then you're financially independent. So whatever your current lifestyle is, assuming that you're living the lifestyle that you know is, is, is pretty much how you want it to be, when that is covered with your investment income, you're now financially independent. That means that you could disconnect yourself from work if you want to. Now, does everybody do it at that stage? My experience has been that no, most people don't. If you're very focused on an early retirement financial independence goal, then you probably would. But most people don't because most people 
you know, they usually have some things they want to do that's a little bit more than what they're doing right now. And that's where you go into stage six, financial freedom. So stage five, we've gone from stage four, financial security, into uh, with basic living expenses covered by investment income into stage five, which is financial independence, which means your current expenses, needs and wants, are covered by investment income. And we move into stage six, which is financial freedom. Financial freedom means that all of your lifestyle goals are able to be met by your investment income. So if you say, you know, I could get by on this, but I'd really love to have uh, a nicer lifestyle in this area. For some people, it's I'd like to travel a little bit more luxuriously. I'd like to have a boat, you know, two boats or a boat or an RV. Uh, I don't want to, you know, choose between this house and the other house. I want to own both both houses. Whatever your ideal lifestyle goals are, sit down and write them down and figure out how to meet them. And once you can meet those ideal lifestyle goals from your investment income, you now have financial freedom. The key is that it's your list of the things that you actually care about. Not my list, your list. And when your list is covered by your investment income and by your financial plan, you are now fully financially free. Which leads us next into stage seven, which is financial abundance. I've added this stage because this is a stage that many people don't think about. It's the most challenging stage of all, in my opinion. But it's not a bad challenge. It's a different challenge. See, going from financial dependence to financial solvency can be a major challenge for some people. But the hardest challenge of all is when you have more money than you need to meet any goal that you have and you have to figure out, what do I do with it? If you've never been there or if you've never interacted with people who are there, perhaps you don't believe me. Most people say, that's a challenge I'd like to have. It's a challenge you will have probably. If you do the stages and work your way through it, it's a challenge you will have. And then you'll look back and say, you know what? That was really challenging because now you have to decide how to responsibly manage the surplus. You've got more money and more wealth than you're ever going to need to fund your own lifestyle expenses, and there's a margin of safety built in. But now, what do you do with the rest of it? How do you allocate it properly? How do you make sure that it accomplishes something good and not something evil? Who's going to control it? Who's going to control it when you can no longer control it? It's a major challenge. But it can be an enjoyable one. (laughs) And so that's why I've included it here is stage seven, financial abundance. And there's a different set of planning and ideas and major different set of thought process that you have to achieve. You will probably go from, you know, in stage four, five, and six, you're focusing on what are the investment returns and what's the best investment plan for me to cover my uh, lifestyle goals and my lifestyle needs and my income needs. And then you'll transition to saying, how can I invest this money for impact? Or if I've invested it purely for income, how can I invest this income for impact? So those are my ideas. Those, that's, those are my stages of financial independence that I've come up with. I'm interested in your feedback. Uh, the feedback that I got on this previously was that it's too many, too complicated. Well, I didn't want them to be so big. You, you know, if, I could collapse some of these. 
But the problem is if you collapse them, you lose out on the ability to measure where you are. And I think, you know, for example, for me, I celebrate, you know, I celebrate, I'm celebrating $2,000 a month of income from uh, radical personal finance. Right now with the Patreon page, we've got 114 patrons and $1,191.50 a month. I'm celebrating that number. It's not the $6,000 number I need in order to turn away advertising, but it's a good start. And I've achieved a degree of financial security with that. I've achieved a degree of financial independence, and I want to measure that and celebrate that. It's not financial freedom. It's not financial abundance. It's nowhere near what I need to meet my financial goals, but it's worth celebrating, and that's the point that I'm trying to get across. So I really don't want to put these down anymore. I've already gotten rid of a few stages that I thought of that just weren't really tangible. But here's what I would like to leave you with. First, to just quickly recount them in order so you can think about them, and I'm going to leave you with an action step. Stage zero, financial dependence, where you're dependent on others and you need to transition to being dependent on yourself, to be self-supporting. You're going to go from stage zero, financial dependence, to stage one, financial solvency. Solvency means you're able to support yourself on your own income without the aid of others and that you're current on all of your bills and obligations. Moving from stage one, financial solvency, to stage two, financial stability, requires that you set aside some cash reserves, money that's available for unexpected problems and unexpected opportunities. To transition to stage three, debt freedom, you need to sit down and make a plan and say, what's my plan for paying off debt? Should I go ahead and eliminate my student loans or uh, should I not? Should I pay off my mortgage or should I not? It's debt freedom. Make a plan. Sometimes the answer is I need to clear all these debts because clearing all the debts leaves you free to go and do something different. Sometimes it means no, I'm comfortable with these debts. They're all on favorable terms and they're not a factor in my life and so therefore I'm going to allocate my money into a different direction. Then we need to go from stage three, debt freedom, to stage four, financial security. That's where your basic living expenses are covered by your investment income. Moving to stage five, financial independence, your current lifestyle expenses are covered with investment income. Moving to stage six, financial freedom, all of your lifestyle goals that you have set for yourself are covered with investment income. Once your list is funded, you're financially free and you move into stage seven, financial abundance, which is where hopefully you'll be for the rest of your life. Here's my action step for you. You'll notice that this is primarily a mental construct and I haven't really defined numbers behind these things. That's intentional because you've got to decide this for yourself. My goals are not your goals. Your goals are not my goals. For me to tell you you have to save this percentage of your income or you have to have this certain goal, that's a foolish thing to say. It's different for all of us. I don't particularly value Lamborghinis and yachts and a condo in Miami and a condo in New York and a condo in you know uh, Paris. I don't value those things, but it doesn't mean that you don't. But the things that I value, you might not. And so the key is to define them for yourself. So here's my action steps for you today. Figure out where you are on these stages and figure out what it would mean to you to go from 
the stage where you are to the next stage. Are you dependent? If so, what would it take for you to become solvent? Are you solvent? If so, what is your number for when you will declare yourself stable? Is it six months of cash or is it two years of expenses? Is it 5,000 bucks? A thousand bucks? You're getting started? 5,000 bucks or is it 50 or 100,000 bucks? What would it take for you to be free from debt? And should you be focusing on that first? What is financial security defined as for you? What is financial independence defined as? What is financial freedom? What are all those stretch lifestyle goals that you may or may not do, but you think you'd probably like to do? And then ultimately, what is financial abundance? And what would you like to do? And that's a show for another day. But the reality is if you can kind of skip mentally right to stage seven, I think it will transform the rest of your life. If you can skip right to the point of saying, how can I invest for impact? That goes back to what you can do with optimizing lifestyle. Uh, It can transform things. But that's a show for another day. So those are my ideas. Those are my stages of financial independence. Uh, Modeled in some ways off of other people's things, but largely just due to me sitting down and trying to think through it is. I can't really copyright an idea in this type of space because in many ways these things are self-evident. But I think they're the most useful to me. If you'd like to look at them, I've got some pretty cool – little icons chosen for them. I like the icons that I <laughs> that I picked. Go to RadicalPersonalFinance.com and look, click on Topics and just click on the Stages of Financial Independence and figure out where you are. But I hope they're useful for you. I hope they can be a useful mental organizing model for you. 